friends, as I said earlier, it is a, a joy for me to be able to minister God's word to you this morning. Um, it took me a while to just get back into the flow of things over the last 18 months. The most I've done was funerals. So please, guys, there's no coffin here. So um, I haven't had any negative feedback from the funerals. So even my singing was appreciated. Now, guys, I believe you've been working through the book of Luke for the last couple of months or weeks. Amen? Everybody present. So you understand what the book of Luke is all about. You know who wrote the book of Luke. Who wrote the book of Luke? You can't just say Luke. He's Dr. Luke. He was a physician. He was a doctor. Imagine I come and I say, oh, this is Luke. Hey, man, I might get a slap. Because you've got to address the man on his title. When he writes, you read. He goes into detail that the other scriptures don't go into. Why? Because... His experience of God is different. Your experience of God is different. When you read scripture, what is it that you understand in scripture? Now you've got to remember, when you read scripture, you read scripture from how you were raised. If you were raised in a poor home, if you were raised by a single mom, if you were raised by your father or your grandmother, you, you, you read scripture with this in your mind and in your heart, right? You, you read scripture from your educational background. If you were an academic, you would read scripture with academia, all right? I'm trying to do my doctorate for the last many years, and I'm struggling with it. As I told you, I'm not an academic. And you know what my professor says to me? He says, uh, Sean, You've got to do this because I'm doing my doctorate on, or oh, I'm, I'm planning to go back and do it. On, um, it's called autoethnography. It sounds very intellectual, right? <laughs> it only means your story. So I'm trying to do this, telling my story. And he says, you've got you to put an academic uh, rigor to it. Where's the academics here? Who's professors and lecturers? Oh, there, there, there we are. There we are. We've got a few. So uh, you can say amen when I, when I use this highfalutin words, you know. Um, you've got to put an academic rigor to it. You've got to, and you've got to, then uh, the theologian comes and he says, and you've got to put some theology in it as well, in my story. So when you read scripture, you read scripture with all this background in you. You understand scripture with everything in you. Hallelujah. Now, when we go through the book of Luke, and I, I get excited when I, because if, you, if you've read the, I, I went back and started from Luke chapter one, uh, one, and I made sure that I understand where, where you guys are at, and I stopped at uh, chapter 11, and um, now pastor asked me 50, uh, 45 to 54, and I got all excited, but then, God comes and he gives me a slap because I got excited because remember, I read, I read scripture 
with all my background. And I was going to come here this morning and tell you how, how the church is a bad place because these, uh, these friends of ours that, that was attacking Jesus after Jesus was um, g- telling, telling uh, all the, uh, speaking uh, to, to the, the friends about it, the parables, about how um, a friend comes at midnight and he gets bread, um, how you can come and knock and it will be open for you. And then down there in verse 14, uh, is the, the Lord speaks about a house divided amongst itself, uh, cannot stand. And then he goes on to, to speak about un, uh, unclean spiritual uh, returns and stuff like that. Did you read that in the previous? In, this is just chapter 11. This is just chapter 11. Is, is this new to you? Ah, thank you, Jesus. Pastor is doing his job. Um, I'm glad the, the meeting was last week and not today. And then in chapter 20, uh, verse 27, it comes about, about keeping the word. <laughs> keeping the word of God. And then verse 28, 29 speaks about seeking a sign in Jonah. And then verse 33 speaks about the, the lamb. Oh, the lamp of the body. Verse 37, woe to the Pharisees and the lawyers. Any lawyers here? No lawyers? Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it goes on. And in, from verse 37 to verse 54, if you've read it, <laughs> you would feel Jesus has just blessed the folk here with, with encouragement, right? Did you experience that? Telling them, Pharisee, uh, uh, you know, about the, the parables and this one does that and this one does that and hanging on to the word and engaging with, with, the, with the spiritual things in our lives and all those type of things. And here from verse 37, suddenly there's a, a change of tone here. And I initially, because I read scripture from where I'm at, <laughs> I initially got irritated. I was angry because how, what right do they have to attack the man of God? Don't they know who this is? <laughs> because if you read that, there's six woes and it is not nice words. I said, I read it again and again and I'm thinking, wow, if, if I had to be, to be spoken to like this, I would walk away. <laughs> Woe is, what, what does it say there? Um, what is the first, the first woe there? Oh, I've got the six woes there. I'm trying to do this without, without my, my, my glasses. It's new, so I don't know. Uh, woe to you Pharisees. Now, anybody knows anything about Pharisees? W- what type of people are they? sorry legalistic people but they're also educated people you can't be a legalist and not be educated so everything to them they needed to make sure it was it was legal it was it covered all the ground there was no loopholes there was no way that it could come back and bite them and they uh, 99% of them made money from it as well Friends, 
There's six woes here. And when you work through them, uh, you will find, you will feel like I felt. That this was a bit of a, what, 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 what do we say in Australia? When, 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 when somebody speaks hard to you, they, they've told you off. Is that, is that right? And when somebody tells you off, it normally, it, it doesn't sit so well here, does it? Jesus told them off. I got angry because I'm thinking, hey guys, how can you just address God here, like, you know, challenging him. Verse 54, um, uh, jo- uh, uh, Tom, can we just get there for 53, 54, again there? 50, yeah, 52. Go, go, um, when Jesus, uh, the Pharisees, teachers, and lawyers began to oppose him fiercely. Y- yes, they began to oppose him fiercely to besiege him with questions. They were, they were throwing it at him. What? Why? Doesn't this remind you of another scripture where uh, Jesus just came out of 40 days of fasting and prayer and uh, somebody else challenged him on the, the, the rooftop? You, you know that? Who, who, who was that? Uh, does, it, does it sound familiar? <laughs> the devil did exactly the same. So they go and challenge Jesus and, and, and try and, and catch him uh, fiercely, waiting to catch him in something he might say. Wow. What do you, that's a setup. That's a setup. Now this morning, the title of my message is Responsibility. Responsible for the blood and the word. Now, friends, we claim to be children of God. Amen? We claim to love Jesus with our whole heart. And this happens in our lives every day. This happens not just to Jesus there. It happens to each one of us every day. Where we get challenged on certain things. There's people out there that wants to to see how they can... um, They come and listen to every word you say so that they can go and use it against you. You know people like that, don't you? But we forgive them. We forgive them because we love Jesus. Amen? Because I know the Lord didn't just leave them there. He must have gone away from them and prayed for them because that's what he does. I want to say to you, it's not the battle there. It's how we respond in the battle. How we respond in the battle. The Lord says that this generation will be held responsible for what? For what what, what our previous generations has done. That's what the word of God says to me. But how do we, we are held responsible. So now uh, people come and they say, my brother, because your father did this, I'm, 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 I'm blaming you. And you get all angry and upset because I had nothing to do with it. (laughs) isn't that the normal way of responding but I want to say to you it's not the natural way is to get angry it's not the godly way because there's a responsibility there come and ask the brother come 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 and sit come and sit let's have let's have some coffee or tea or because like me I don't drink coffee or tea so let's have some water together 
and let's talk about it. Isn't that a better response? Because you don't know what the agenda of those folk were. We don't know what your, your enemy's agenda is. But there's a responsibility on you. How can that be? Yes, because you, we just claimed that we are children of God. So there's a responsibility that in the battle that we as children of God respond differently. We as children of God operate like children of God. Now, pastor, how must a child of God operate? Now, I like to engage with the congregation, okay? So don't be shy. Um, You tell me just briefly, when last has somebody really angered you to the extent that you felt like punching him or her or it? Come on, be honest, man. Nobody. Oh, thank you for your honesty. Thank you. Oh, it's coming through. It's coming through. Thank you for your honesty. Guys, this is natural. If you, if, young man, if you come and cut me here, you've got to get through three layers of clothes here first. Um, if you come and cut me here, I'm going to bleed. I've got to be taken to a doctor or hospital, and they've got to stitch me up, right? That's natural. So when somebody upsets you, like they, they did Jesus here, the natural thing to do is to respond with anger, which we do naturally. Friends, never be accused of, oh, now I see your true colors. What colors is that? There's just one color that's supposed to come out if, you, if, you, if you're engaging in a, one color. And what is that color? Say it. Say it like you mean it, man. The red. The blood of Jesus. Like that sister's hat. You got a nice hat on. I might rob you of that hat. Um, a beret. Red, the blood of, that's the only color that you will see when you anger me. Because when Jesus saves your soul, he says from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I made sure I took off all my hair so that when he saves me, he starts on my flesh. And those of you that's bold like me, you would know it's closer to Jesus. Hallelujah. There we go. Brothers and sisters, I want to say to you, there's a responsibility. There's an expected response to when you're in anger, when when people attack you. And then, (laughs) with responsibility, I'm just making sure that I stay, I stay, I try to stay in my notes. There's a responsibility. From the responsibility comes behavior. Behavior. What is our behavior like in retaliation? Do we take out the swords and cut people's ears off? Anybody know that story in the Bible? Yes, Jesus is still praying and there's blood being shed on the other side. His ears is off. Wow, wow, cousin Peter, what are you doing? Oh, no man, you're not taking my my master here. Friends, our behavior needs to speak of that that's in us. Because there's a scripture, I'm not sure where in the Bible, it says, greater is he, oh, what does it say again? Come on. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Our response shouldn't be like those in the world. 
<laughs> the world responds like that. And people expect, knowing that you're a child of God, they expect you to respond differently. Doesn't the Bible, somewhere in the Bible, you know, I went to Bible school, but I wasn't there every day. So certain days I must, um, when they read certain scriptures, um, somewhere in the Bible it says that when you get slapped on the right cheek, you got to run away and go call your brother with a big knife. What does it say? Turn the other cheek. Scripture teaches us that. We just said a couple of minutes ago, Lord, we are your children. We will behave like you. (laughs) Isn't that so? So our behavior, it's a responsibility. But there's also, we we got to, in today's society, we don't... um, we don't attack people anymore with knives and with, with uh, machetes and with guns. And although uh, in Victoria somewhere, I read people were still killing each other because of a piece of land the other day. Did you read that? It was, it was very sad. And I'm thinking, wow, what would Jesus do? Brother, if, 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 this, if, you, if you want this, take it, man. <laughs> take it. Now, now you come and kill me and my whole family because you want a piece of land, you know? Anyhow, that's a, a sermon for another day. But this is what, what is expected of us, our behavior. Now we've got to come to today where we can't do certain things. We can't fight people physically anymore. So how do we, how do we, let, how do we let people know that we're upset? Um, can, I, can I use you the two of you, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, young lady, j- just look at me. Don't, don't look around, just look at me. When, when you upset with, uh, what, is, what is your friend's name? What, what is it? Alex. When you upset with Alex, and your name is? Shana. Sharon. Sharon, when you upset with Alex, and Alex, please don't look at me. Don't, you don't look at me, I want Sharon to look at me. Sharon, when you're upset with Alex, how do you let him know that you're upset with him? Oh, Jesus! Why did I choose you? I don't know. It's an attitude thing. It's an, who's married about 30 years? Oh, there's a few. Who's married longer? Woo! Now, gentlemen, please stand up. Those that's married for long, your all your hands was up here. I didn't see hands here. Stand up, stand up. Sorry to those that's uh, you'll just listen to us. Uh, the, the gentleman, sorry, ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. There's for for any anybody married longer here this side, longer than thirty odd years. Ah, uh, how many years? Thirty-six, thirty-three. I'm in this category. Oh, yes. You look at me, you think I'm 39. No, I'm in this category, 29. Now, what is, what is the lovely wife's name? Bob. Bob. Now, when Bob is upset with you, what is the look? Because there's a look. Just, just, just take the mask off for a sec. I want to see your expression. Just take the mask off for a sec. What is the expression? How do you know? I guess she frowns, she's angry. There's a look. 
Oh, yes. And you know that eyebrows comes out like that. <laughs> what is the look? Oh, he even has the look. He knows the look so well that I, he didn't have to say a word. He just showed it. What is the look? Jesus, the fact that you're still alive, thank you, Jesus. So every time you see him, you must say, thank God, Julia. Brother, what is the look? Can I shake your hand? Can I shake your hand? She never gets upset. Never. Please patent that. Go and patent it, regulate it. Tell Jesus, tell the lawyers, everybody that your wife never gets upset. <laughs> you know why she doesn't get upset? She feels sorry for you. <laughs> what is the look? She must be a St. Kilda supporter as well. And now, oh. So you don't have a look. She, you, either she doesn't have a look, or you have, don't watch. You, oh, you've got a look. Oh, the roles has been reversed. <laughs> Mom, I, I do apologize. You may sit, my brother. <laughs> what is the look? <laughs> An attitude. An outpouring of words. And so she, she has, has diarrhea. Verbal diarrhea. You, you wouldn't put it in that words. Oh, no, you can't. I can. I can. I'm a counselor. I, I can. I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> but you know uh, how many years you said 30? 33. Now, can I just give you a, he can't say this, but after 33 years, it's like water on a duck's back. <laughs> <laughs> what is the look? When, when she's upset with you. She's disappointed in you. Just for being late, for, for, for not picking up the child, for dropping the child again. <laughs> I would be disappointed in you too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for, thank you. Thank you very much. Guys, it's about an attitude. We know each other. We know what the other person is going to do. We know, uh, and I can't say this, uh, somebody's watching um, there. Um, I'm married 29 years <laughs> by God's grace and sustenance and everything that goes with it. I know the look. We, and brother, thank you for your honesty. She doesn't have the, the look you do. We all have attitude. We might not be, we might not show physical, physical aggression or physical, but we have an attitude that we we show, because most of us carry our, our hearts on our sleeve. And thank you, mom, for being open and honest when you upset. You have diarrhea, <laughs> verbal diarrhea. It comes out. Now, unfortunately, we're not all married to people like that. I'm married to an introvert. Uh, instead of saying it, You know the look? She doesn't, but the Bible warns us about our attitudes because your attitude speaks volumes. And this is what 
the responsibility that we need to, emotional expressions, body language, all those things comes out in us. And people pick it up. Remember, you're a child of God. You've been washed in the blood. All these woes that has been spoken over the Pharisees. How many times don't we assimilate to that? We're standing there. We try to, 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 to find some way of showing that, wow, you made a mistake, my brother. Are we legalistic? Are we free? Hallelujah. And then it comes back to our speech. I, <laughs> I know some Christian brothers who's well-versed in, um, with, with, with words, you know? So not all of us, as I told you, um, I'm, I'm not that intellectual, but um, I'm at least I'm not stupid. Uh, you know, when, when people insult you with highfalutin words, you know it. <laughs> you know it. There's people that can insult you with a smile on their face, and uh, you go away from there, and your heart is just, oh, you feel, God, why am I alive today? Don't you? Because people use their speech. I've heard a mommy say the other day, uh, Harry, Harry, please use your words. And I'm thinking, uh, mom, teach Harry the right words to use. You know? Because our speech sometimes hurts so deeply uh, that it, it hurts really badly. The Bible says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord. Let the words of my mouth and the, the meditation of my heart be, be acceptable to you, O Lord. That what is said in anger is words that cannot be retrieved. We are child of God. We are child of God. The Bible goes further to say that it says, hide your word in my heart, Lord, so that I might not sin against you. Hide your word in my heart, Lord, so that I might not sin against you. These guys knew the word of God. How many of us knows the word of God? We, but we do not live the word of God. How many of us knows about Jesus Christ? But we, we only know about him, but we do not have a relationship with him. The Bible teaches us that the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We know that song as well. Is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, if, 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 if that is the word, what the word of God means to you, what will come out of your mouth? All those big words? <laughs> those words that, that's got different spelling? The word of God cuts close to the bone. It's like a hot knife th through butter. That's the word of God. We are called as, am as ambassadors of Christ. Amen? We are all ambassadors. Now, what is an ambassador? Ambassador is a, is a representative of. We are ambassadors of. We, so we are representatives of the church, of the bigger church, not just Freeway Baptist. 
of the bigger church. I don't have a problem in preaching in any church because I believe I'm called to the house of God. So where I am, there's the house of God. If I'm called to minister, I minister anywhere. My friend last night uh, said to me, so you're a chaplain, how do you minister to Muslims? I say, easy. I just show them Jesus' love. That's all that we are called to do. You know why? Because as an ambassador, you don't always have to say things. Now, there's a quote from, um, now, here's the, where's the theologians here? Um, I think Francis of Assisi says, Lord, help me to preach. Anybody want to help me here? Lord, help me to preach. And if necessary. So they know it. Lord, help me to preach. And if necessary, to use words. Only if it's necessary. So what does it mean? What does that mean? Lord, allow me to live what we've just celebrated here. Help me to live, to be that light. To be that light. This is what scriptures, this, this is all that I got from verse 45 to 54. This is what I got. And I was, and I, 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 you know, oh man. We are called to, to be good stewards. Good behaviors. A child of God stands in his calling. Sister, you stand in your calling no matter what the circumstances is around you. When you, when you, when you go to your family functions and there's, there's something that is contrary to what you believe, you don't have to throw out the toys out of the cot. No, you just stand there and love them. They must see Jesus in you. Don't cut yourself and say, you see this blood? This is Jesus' blood. No, don't make a noise. Love them unconditionally. Do you have a child that is, that is a bit rebellious? Put them out of the house. Lock them up. Send them to jail. Love them. It is sometimes difficult to love them. Sometimes you've got a, uh, what is the other word? Tough love. <laughs> it doesn't mean you don't love them. You've got to put in some practices there. I want to say to you as child of God this morning, sometimes we are faced with, with, with all these things. The woes is about us. Or the woes is towards us. We can change our behaviors. We can change our ways. Because God loves us. He's, he says in his word, if you come and you knock on the door, I will open it for you today. You want to change? You want to say to him, Father, I've, I've lived this life so long. I, I'm not happy. I want to change it. I want to have a different attitude. I want to have a, a different way of... Now, with this, there's, there's, a, there's a, many of us that is very, very responsible. Amen? We are all responsible people here. Who's done something irresponsible this morning? And I'm not talking to the wives. Uh, uh, because they would say, he's done something irresponsible this morning. He didn't make coffee for me while I was still in bed. Or something like that, you know. We are all responsible people. You work for a boss, you are responsible, right? Because you are able to, to hold a job. 
but you also, with responsibility comes accountability. We understand that? So many people, when it comes to um, our accountability at work, at our clubs, at wherever, we're okay with that. But when it comes to the accountability in the church where our spirituality is, is, is about, is about uh, we, we normally draw a line. Yes. When, when the pastor says, my brother, my sister, uh, the Bible says, sin shall not enter there. Or wives, submit to your husbands. Husbands, love your wives. Uh, we draw a line. <laughs> I, I know I've counseled many. They draw a line. Um, I love the Lord, I love you, but this is where I draw the line. I, I counseled a, a couple that was married. Um, they were married 68 years. And the, the auntie, Auntie Beryl, oh, I love them. They passed away many years ago. Um, auntie Beryl came to me one day very angry. She, she had Uncle Laurie come and drop her at church to come and, on a Wednesday morning to come and see me. And she came into the church, and just the way she came in, uh, her behavior, I thought, Lord, do I need to hide here? Where's the deacons now, you know, to protect me? And there was nobody, and she came in, and she says, Pastor, I had enough. I said, of what, Auntie Beryl? She says, of you saying to me that I must love him. What now? <laughs> I must submit to him. She says, I draw the line. I said, Auntie Beryl, why? What, what, what happened? She says, yeah, we read our devotion this morning, and the Bible says, I've got to uh, submit to him. I refuse. I said, Auntie Beryl, how long are you married? 68 years, Pastor. I said, so, so what have you done in 68 years? Um, oh, I, I said, Auntie Beryl, the fact that you're together, Submission doesn't always mean boom, bam, thank you, ma'am. No ways. It means that there's, uh, there's a, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Please help me, somebody. There's a compromise that happens. Does it make sense? Submission does not always mean that that you think it is. It's a compromise. You cannot, how many years there was a, a dad, how many years did you say you married? Yeah. You cannot be 58, married for 58 years and tell me that you have not compromised. That's the only reason why you together. Because you, are, you have compromised. I'm burying uh, an uncle this week on Wednesday morning, Uncle Tom. And uh, his wife, um, she, she tells me that um, she met him when, he was, when she was 16 and he was 19. And they were married for 61 years. And they the happiest marriage ever. And I, I said to her, how did you get it right? What, have you, what did you do, you know, to, to stay together? She says, I just loved him no matter what. Wow. It, it still happens. It still happens. Young people, I see you holding each other there very tightly. Keep holding because it still happens. Don't let the world tell you otherwise. You're in church not because it's an accident. Did you by accident run into the church this morning? Maybe to hide away? No, there's no gunshots outside. That's in Africa. You came because you, you needed something else. 
This morning, the word of God says, there's an accountability, there's a responsibility, there's accountability. You come here because you want to you wanna give the Lord that, you want to give your pastor that right to come and say, my brother, how is your relationship with your wife? How is your relationship with, it, with, with, with God? That's accountability. When you had the meeting last week, was it last week you had a meeting? That's accountability. Did you know that? That's saying that we are accountable to the church, to the, to the word of God. We are accountable to the pastor. The pastor is accountable to you. That's what it means. And now in closing, I want to say, with responsibility comes recognition as well. If you are a responsible person, so you will know if there's something in your life, if there's a woe that you need to sort out. Now you recognize it. And what do you do after you've recognized that there's something wrong in my life? I repent. I need to repent. What is repentance? People don't use that word anymore. It's a very nice word. You know how long I studied to be able to use that word correctly? <laughs> yes, I, I couldn't wait to, to, uh, to get an opportunity uh, to, to preach so that I could use the word repent. But before I could use the word repent, remember I wasn't a, 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 theolog a theologian or I wasn't an academic, I had to go and research what repent actually means. Like I went to go and research what woe means. I thought woe, nobody uses woe anymore. Nobody uses repentance anymore. Nobody uses barren anymore. <laughs> Do they? They don't use those words. That's very nice words. You just got to know where to use them and look very intelligent using them. But anyhow. It's a matter of with responsibility comes recognition. If you recognize the fact that you're not in a good space, you need to do something about it. <laughs> a couple of months ago, I weighed 115 kilos. And um, I wear runners most of the time. I don't have runners on today, but I wear runners 90% of the time. My sister, I saw you've got nice runners on. I won't ask for them. Um, but when you make the bow on your runner, my brother, you got a shoe on with a lace. Um, when you weigh 115 kilos, you, the bow of your runner or your shoe is normally on the side. You know that, right? Do, do, you, do you know why? Why, mom? You must have had a fat man. Oh, yes. Um, my, I couldn't, so I, 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 I had to tie. <sighs> Anyhow. So I decided to do something about it. And by God's grace, uh, 93 kilos now. In a couple of months. No, no, it's, it's, it, it can happen. It can happen. But I want to say to you, <laughs> the reason why I'm mentioning that, my wife comes to me the other day and she says, oh, um, I see your bow is nicely in the center. <laughs> I said to her, um, now my wife, she's very sharp. I mean, she comes at two o'clock in the morning and asks me, am I fat? Is she fat? Now at two o'clock in the morning, if your wife asks you, she's fat, brother, run. <laughs> but anyhow, leave that, leave that's a story for another day. Um, so, 
She says, oh, my bow is nicely there. And I said to her, oh, love, um, now I can, I can do that now, you know. I can reach there now. She doesn't say to me, you've lost weight nicely or something, you know. No, she says, my bow is. And I said to her, but if you like my bow on the side, I can make it there. <laughs> I didn't know she likes my bow on the side. The reason why I'm mentioning that is there's a responsibility. If you know things is not in order, you've got to step back and change it. And remember, you don't just lose 20 kilos like that. My brother, you go to the gym, do you? Uh, do, you do you just go to the gym and look at people and, and uh, you know, stretch a little bit and then you go take some water and then you leave? When you leave the gym, your T-shirt is at wet, as wet as mine is now. Because when I go to the gym, you go there to do something about your situation. If you know that the woes is you, step back and do something about your situation. You don't just lose fat like, somebody come and take my fat. No. <laughs> you got to work at it. You got to go, go, come to the foot of the cross and repent <laughs> and say, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. I am so sorry. Forgive me. Help me, Lord, that I don't pick up 20 kilos again. <laughs> Help me, Lord, that I can continue making my bow. I'm just using that as common. If you forget everything that I said today, because I know I said a lot. It was my first time. So, With responsibility comes recognition, and with recognition comes repentance. You can only be a child of God if you have repented of your sins and, he, and accepted his forgiveness. If I give you a gift, if I give you a gift, what, what can I give you as a gift here? Yeah. Somebody give me something I can give you as a gift. If I give you something as a gift, young man here, yeah, and I give you this as a gift, it's nicely wrapped, there's a bow on it, it's your 13th birthday, and <laughs> yeah, and you just keep it there, and it's your 14th birthday now already, and that present is still there. It's still in the, does it mean anything? It won't mean anything until you've opened it and used it. The, 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 the salvation of the Lord is here, it's there, it's given to you, but it doesn't mean anything until you say, come in, Lord Jesus. Come in, Lord Jesus. That's the only way that it means something. And it comes in and transforms your life. Folk, I'm not speaking of something I've heard. I'm telling you something that I've experienced personally. Wait till I've done my doctorate. You can read my story. I can't tell you everything in one go. They've got to invite me back a second time to apologize. <laughs> so... That's how you can say you're a child of God. In our closing this morning, if you know that there's something in your heart that you just need to, you, I just want to put it out there. You don't have to tell it to me. You can just step out this morning. Once my brother, I need you here, my bro, I need you here. Once we're going to 
just bow our heads for a few minutes. We're going to close our eyes. My brother's playing softly. And if you know that there's something that you, that there's a woe in you that, that you recognized, and you just say, Lord Jesus, I, I just want to change. I want to make it right. I just want to pray for you. We don't, we're not going to make a spectacle of you. We're not going to throw you with oil or throw you out or whatever. No, we, I'm just going to pray with you and say, may the Lord re- receive that that you bring to the table this morning. Amen. Do you, do you just want prayer this morning? Are you saying, Pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, in a, in a black, bad spot right now. I just need prayer. Just, just come to the front. I want to pray with you this morning. I just sense that the Holy Spirit is present and God wants to do something in your life today. Maybe you feel uncomfortable in coming forward. Just stand where you are. Just stand where you are. I want to pray with you this morning. We don't need to know detail. You're just trusting the Lord for your breakthrough. You just stand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for your presence here this morning. Thank you, Lord, that the word will never return to you void. We pray your anointing over every head bowed in your presence this morning, Lord. Father, this might be fresh. It might be new. It might be different. But I just pray this morning, Father, that your Holy Spirit go from seat to seat. And Father God, help us. Take our weak hands into your strong and mighty God. And Lord, help us to to make that change so that, Father, that we don't have those eyes like the Pharisees had, that we don't get accused like the Pharisees were, that we don't get spoken to like Jesus did to the Pharisees, Lord. Because, Father, we are responsible people. We are people, Lord, that is, that is accountable. We also recognize, Lord Jesus, when something is wrong. And help us, Father God, to go. When we go out from here, we know it is well with my soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you very much for having me. May the Lord bless you. Um, as I said earlier, I only get invited to a place twice. Once to be introduced that pastor didn't do and uh, the second time to apologize. So you might see me soon uh, to come and apologize. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Thank you very much.